From the Golden State in Porterville, California, this is MMA Math. Real fighters, real fights, real discussions. With your host, Professor Diaz, and the former featherweight Bellator champion of the world and former bantamweight UFC title challenger, Joe Soto. Welcome, everyone. This is MMA Math, where the fighter meets the numbers, where we go beyond the hype and beyond the transitive property. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing great. Today we have an exclusive. I'm going to go one-on-one with Joe Soto and ask him about what's it like to be a fighter. What are the ins and outs of being a fighter? Okay, Joe, so my first question to you is when you are preparing for a fight, do you focus on one or two things or do you train across the board, just everything? What's your typical routine for preparation on a fight? So usually I train across the board. I'm training everything going into a fight, right? We're trying to I'm always trying to get better in everything because I'm training wrestling, jiu-jitsu, boxing, Muay Thai, everything. But sometimes, once in a while, like the coach will come in and be like, hey, I want to work with you on, on these few things. Depending on the opponent, right? If I'm fighting a southpaw, he might be like, hey, I want to work this combination or this takedown. Or maybe if I'm doing an MMA round, I'm, I'm looking for certain takedowns or certain combinations that I want to hit in the fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm working everything, but in every aspect, I'm I'm looking at different ways to attack this opponent that I'm getting ready for. So um, sometimes it's specific to the opponent, you know, and the style I'm fighting. But usually I'm training, yeah, everything. My next question is in preparation for a fight. You said you train across the board on all these different uh, things. Do you also watch the fights of your opponent, or do you just focus on yourself? As of late, you know, I've just been kind of focusing more so on myself. Like, I don't watch too much video, you know. Early in my career, kind of, I did that more so. But now I just kind of watch. I watch my opponent, but I watch maybe a fight, maybe a round of his fight, a um, couple fights maybe. But I don't go too much into detail. I just get a, I just get a look of, of what kind of fighter he is, what, what he likes to do a little bit. But I don't really get too much into detail because I don't want to... Um, be worrying about him and second guessing myself. So I want to kind of come up with a game plan of what I want to do in the fight or how I want to attack it. You know, I just don't want to sit back and, and wait for like, Oh, this, this fighter likes a right hand. He throws a right hand. So I'm kind of just waiting for his right hand the whole time to counter off that. I'm rather just um, focus on my offense, focus on what I need to do and kind of react to whatever he throws at me. But I get a good understanding. And I could watch one, one fight or two fights or one round. Like I said, and kind of get an understanding of how he fights, what kind of like, if he's a brawler or a technical fighter. And, and off that, then I kind of um, come up with some kind of a game plan. My next question for you, Joe, is, is about measurements. I actually met Manny Pacquiao once in, in a boxing match. He's always listed at a certain height, but when I was standing next to him, he seemed a lot shorter. Also, you know, I was watching some of the old fights from Conor McGregor when he was in Cage Warriors. And at least from the fights I saw, they listed him as 5'8", but in the UFC, he's 5'9". So when you join an organization like the UFC, do you just give them your measurements or do they measure you or how does that work out? Yeah, so for the UFC, my first fight was in Sacramento. And um, when I got there, you know, you fill out paperwork and all this and that, they check your weight, sign posters, and then someone comes and gets you. I think it was Burt Watson at the time. Uh, he come and got me and, and check my measurements, check my height, you know, check your length of your arms and legs. So, yeah, they, they come and measure you up. Another thing I always wondered about, Joe, is, you know, I've seen you at the weigh-ins and I've seen other fighters, of course. But I always wondered, 
typically after you're away in, you right away go back and start gorging yourself on something on your favorite food or what do you do after the weigh-in is it is it more like a, i'm just relieved i got through that or do you just go in and eat a lot or what do you typically do right after weigh-in usually um now when well as of late when i was in the ufc um they used to take us back do our medicals but they would have a, a nice baggie of goodies for us coconut water chocolate milk crackers just a bunch of stuff and and i'll kind of I'll have my own little things that I like to drink, like maybe Pedialyte or something like that. But I get rehydrated, do my medicals, and then once we get, once I'm eating all these little snacks, once I get back um, to the room, or or sometimes I'll have some pasta waiting for me, usually some Alfredo or something. Or we'll go out to an Italian restaurant. Usually I eat some um, Alfredo and, and I won't have any sauce on it. And just kind of eat, eat, eat the noodles and light butter. And then once I get that meal in me, you know, and then later on, again, at, later at night, I'll probably go eat something or eat something else, light or fruit or snack on some stuff. But uh, that, that's usually my, my first meal after afterwards is pasta. Back in the day, though, I used to go to Red Lobster or Joe's Crab Shack was my thing, and I used to eat some crab, thick-ass crab legs. But like I said, as of now, yeah, I just eat that, that, that meal, and then I kind of go from there. All right, so you've gone through the weigh-in, you ate Alfredo, and now it's fight night and, and you're getting ready back at backstage. What's going on through your mind at that point, uh, right before you, you know, you're walking out? There's a million things going through your mind. Fear, you're confident, you're, you're scared, you're confident. You know, those nerves, you're, you feel most alive. You feel every emotion in your body running, you know, every thought, <laughs> bad thoughts, good thoughts, just running through your mind. You're trying to, you're trying to focus on the positives and, and let the negative thoughts leave your mind. You know, you're thinking about financial financial situations you're in, maybe like, hey, you usually get a certain amount of money to show up and a certain am- amount of money to win. So you're like, I really need to get this win bonus. And, you know, you're thinking about stuff like that, thinking about am I going to get hurt? You know, what if I freaking break my hand? What if I break my face? Like stuff like that. But you're trying to focus on positive thoughts and you're trying to get all these these negative bad thoughts out of your head and trying to focus on the positive thoughts and trying to focus on the game plan or, or you know, and try to visualize back there what you're going to do and, and trying to visualize. You're getting your hand raised, but you have so many emotions, so many thoughts running through your head, and you're just trying to be calm. You have some good teammates there with you, some coaches. You try to get some laughs and, and, and kind of ease everything. Sometimes there's music playing from other fighters, and, and you're just trying to, Relax, but not too much. You need to, you need to have some of those nerves. Some of the nerves are good, but you're trying to focus on the positive. All right, so now you're backstage. All these things, mind things going through your mind. Uh, how about the fights that are you know ahead of yours? Are you watching them on the big screen there, or are you just zoning out from that? And and also after your fight, do you watch the fights after, or you just get out of there and go home to the hotel room or something? What is typically your routine? Yeah, usually um, there'll be fights playing in the back. Usually you try to you try to watch a little bit here and there while you're trying to warm up, while you're trying to wrap your hands. Sometimes there's some really exciting ones on there, so you're everyone's drawn to the TV. And sometimes you have you have training partners that are fighting on the same card, so they'll be fighting, and you're kind of cheering them on and, and drawing from them, you know, and uh, and you're nervous for them also back there. But yeah. Um, Definitely watching some fights. I, d- I definitely try to watch a little bit, but not too much. I got to do my own thing too and get my mind right. 
and then after in post fight, it depends. Like if I lose, maybe like, and I'm not feeling, I just leave the arena. Sometimes I'm just ready to go home. And if you have a good fight, sometimes you're just like, you know, kicking back. Usually for the UFC, they have a they have a green room, and and you go um, eat there, watch fights, and kind of hang out with the, all the other fighters and and coaches. And if you win, you you do that and kind of have a good time. Um, sometimes when you lose, you're as long as you don't get hurt, you're kind of happy you didn't die in there. You still go out and um, go eat at least in the green room and watch some of these fights. Sometimes though, I've had a bad night and I just wanted to get out of there and go back to the hotel. And they have a bus usually that leaves early, and I've done that too before. What about injuries? I'm sure you're supposed to fill out these forms to disclose injuries or not, or maybe there is not a form. However, have you ever gone into a fight without disclosing injuries? And have you ever done that or witnessed that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think most fighters go into some go into a fight with the injury. You know, usually it's kind of rare when when you don't have something wrong with you going into a fight. Some most of the time it's minor. But um, sometimes there's some major injuries or, you know, like a sprained knee or something torn. But I've had sprained knees before, um, messed up ribs before, messed up thumb, nothing too crazy. Though. One of the craziest injuries, that i got a funny story, is when I fought for the Bellator title, featherweight title in 2009. I had uh, three days before the fight, I was rolling with my friend and there was about a minute left in the round. And I took his back and he went to spin and he ended up cutting me. You know, three three days before the biggest fight of my life, you know, fight for a hundred thousand dollars. So I had a huge cut and we're going to to a, a team doctor we had and I told him, Hey, um <laughs> I can't stitch this up. Is there any way you could glue it and and try to so I could, you know, try to fight with this huge cut over my eye. So we ended up gluing it instead of stitching it and um, you know, when we got to the weigh ins and stuff, usually you get checked out. Uh, we end up before the wins. We end up going down to this, this uh, like a Macy's or something, and we got this makeup artist to cover it, blend it in with the color of my skin. So, and I wore a hat, and I had friends distract, distract a doctor and talk to him as he's checking me. So I was able to fight, but I went in with the you know a huge gash over my eye and ended up opening it up in the fight. I didn't bleed so much, but I finished the fight in the second round, thank God. But yeah, I went in with the a little injury in that fight. My next question is, is, is regarding yourself in the cage during a fight. Have you ever actually been in a fight and then surprised yourself at what you can actually do or surprised yourself at your abilities that you were not aware that you can actually do in the fight? Yeah, definitely. There's been, I would say so, uh, more so in the, in the beginning of my career, you know, uh, you're so scared, you know, you know, you're not that good yet. Like I, I knew I wasn't that great and well-rounded, you know, as a, as a fighter yet, but and I had a lot of early finishes, so I surprised myself, you know, like I'd finish a guy in a minute and I'd be like, oh my God, I don't know how I did that. Or, you know, and that happened a few times. They're like, oh, I got lucky on that one. Um, so you definitely surprise yourself, you know, sometimes because you, you, as far as myself mentally, I, I'm always like, uh, I doubt myself a lot, you know, sometimes. So so you get past that doubt and you surprise yourself. Oh, well, like, you know. And then one time, actually, I, I took a fight and uh, I got sick right after the weigh you know, I was dead sick. I was about to pull out. The only reason I took the fight is because we're, we're about to have my daughter. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go. And it's fine. I'm probably going to get my butt whipped because uh, I was so sick. You know, I had a, a bad cold, you know, and um, really bad. I didn't even think I could make the fight. And somehow I, you know, I, 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 I doubted myself going into that fight. I really thought I was going to lose. And 
somehow I pulled it out. You know, I did, I performed really well. And, um, you know, I actually pulled off a submission in the third round. And uh, that one, it kind of surprised me. I didn't really think I was going to win that fight. Okay, Joe. So my last question for you is, is the following. And that is, if you were to do it all over again, would you? And if so, would you do anything different? That's a question. That, that's a good question. That's a question I ask myself all the time. Like, if I could go back to when I was young before I, you know, started fighting professionally, would I have changed that? I don't think so. You know, I think, I think I made the right choice. You know, I'm pursuing a, a career that I wanted to and, and, and following the dreams, you know, and I put everything into it. I gave it my all, you know, and I've accomplished a lot of goals that, you know, that I, that I had set and, you know, I've made a, a lot of friends and, and, had a lot of experiences, great experiences from fighting and it's taught me so much and it's kind of shaped my life. So, you know, I, I've been through a lot through fighting and, and like I said, it's, it's shaped, it's shaped who I am now as a person and I'm satisfied with who I am now as a person. So I wouldn't have, I don't think I would go back and, and, and change that, 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 um, decision to, to fight professionally. You know, I think, um, I'm satisfied with, with the decision I made. So, would you do anything different? I mean, uh, now looking back, you know, there's. I think there's a lot of things I could have had diff- done different to, uh, you know, be more successful. Like looking back, there's a lot of things I could point to and be like, oh, if I would did this, if I would did that, you know, um, I would have been more more successful as an as an athlete, MMA athlete. But I don't think I would have changed it. I don't think I would go back and do that because I'm kind of satisfied with who I am today, um, you know. And, yeah, I would have been more successful maybe, but would I have liked that person who I would have turned out to be, you know, if I would have got easy success right off the bat or, if, you know, if I would have, you know, made tons and tons of money doing those little things, um, would I have turned into the person that I, I would like, you know. Um, I like the person I am today, so I don't think I would have really changed anything really. Well, thanks, Joe. Thanks for doing the, the interview. Thanks for uh, letting the fans know what it's like to be a fighter. And uh, wish you luck from now in the future. Uh, hopefully, think big things are uh, in for you. And uh, I guess we'll see what happens, huh? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, before we go into our next segment, I want to just remind all of you, that our listeners, uh, who we are. We are MMA Math. And we can be found at MMAMath.xyz. Please look us up. Find out more about us. Look at our past episodes. We did talk about the Tony Ferguson fight. We also talked about the Conor McGregor fight. Um, hopefully get a chance to listen to those. Okay, Joe, time to meet the fans and see what they have to say. All right, today we are in Long Beach, California, and I'm here with Marisa. Marisa, it's my understanding you've been a fan of the sport for a long time. Can you tell me for how long? Well, I don't know how many years it's been, but I became a fan when Chris Lieben was on Tough. Do you have a favorite fighter right now? I really enjoy watching Michelle Watterson because she's always trying and she doesn't give up. And I also like Rory McDonald because he comes up with like a lot of interesting moves that you don't typically see. In terms of a, how a fight ends, either knockouts, submissions, or decisions. I like submissions because they're exciting and it takes a lot of skill with knockouts, it's, you know, a lot of times it's just brute force. I mean, they're exciting too, but I really like the submissions. And when you have a decision, that's just really unsatisfying. What about bloody fights? Where do you rank them? I would rank them high. I 
I don't really know very many MMA fans that don't like a little blood and it just adds to the fervor. Do you have a favorite bloody fight? I'd have to say Rory McDonald versus Robbie Lawler. That one was pretty awesome. That is an unforgettable fight. And there you have it. It looks like in Long Beach, California. Once again, it's about submissions and bloody fights. All right. There you have it. That's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. Please see us next week. Fight on.